Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. In today's episode, I have Sean Ogle, the founder of Location Rebel, where he helps people build small businesses that give them the time and freedom to spend more time doing the things you enjoy in life. And Sean is definitely doing this, which we're gonna get into. For him, that means golf and a quest to find the perfect cocktail, which he also writes about on his websites, Breaking 80, which is a golf website, and Slightly Pretentious, which is a drinks website. Now, I met Sean on the internet, never in person, a few years ago through a video that he posted, which is actually on the homepage of locationrebel.com, which I highly recommend you go watch this video of him traveling all over the place. I mean, it looks like he's basically bringing this big wooden desk all over the world in the video, and he shoots this trailer for his membership site, Location Rebel. And I thought that was super cool. And then I started to dig in more to what Sean's all about. I found out he's a golfer and I'm a pro golfer. And so there was another connecting point there. And then I saw his website breaking 80. I was like, man, this guy's playing some of the best golf courses in the world. I really need to reach out and just make a connection entrepreneur to entrepreneur, passionate golfer to passionate golfer. And so that was the beginning of our conversation. And today I'm really excited to just talk about Sean's journey with entrepreneurship. He has, um, I get his blog every week and he's really into vlogging, blogging, writing. Um, he does a lot of, um, of writing for other companies and projects. And he's, his way of doing online entrepreneurship is different than most places. Like here at Magic Media, uh, we build online courses, we build membership sites, we do educational media production. And I think my my hopes here is that the conversation we're about to have opens you up to other possibilities like freelance writing or creating a hobby website that could eventually become a money generator for you. So without further ado, Sean, welcome to the Making Magic podcast. Dude, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. Holy cow. What a year, man. What a year. What, what a year. I'm not sure what else you can say other than that. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's that's basically it. Other than that, it's it's relatively speechless on, on what it is. But on that note, I mean, despite the horribleness of everything, horribleness, a new word in the dictionary, you should check it out. Um, being an online entrepreneur, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are super grateful for you, for the work that you've done, for the foundation you've laid through your Location Rebel membership. Like, like it's a really good time for people to be learning how to be more self-sufficient um, by building online businesses. Absolutely. And so for you, um, you know, I, I guess a great place to start would be just tell us a little bit about Location Rebel and tell us a little bit about Breaking 80 and Slightly Pretentious and just the ways that you approach uh, merging your passions with entrepreneurship. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess to start with everything, you have to kind of look back to where I came from. So it's like I came from the most average middle class upbringing imaginable. I always knew what was next. You know, I always followed the path of least resistance. In sixth grade, I knew I was going to go to Oregon State University. I was going to live with my best friend. I was going to study finance. Six months before I graduated, I had a job lined up. So it was always just kind of doing the easy thing. 
And because of that, I never really had a chance to, you know, pursue, you know, life of adventure. I didn't really get to do a lot of the traveling I wanted to do. And after I got my day job and realized that it wasn't necessarily all it was cracked up to be, um, I started, you know, wishing that maybe I had done a little bit more, you know, pursuing the passions and the hobbies I had. And so in February of 09, you know, we all know that stock market crashed. You know, I started working in July of 07. So peak of the market, horrible time to get into finance. By February of 09, everything crashed. And I had saved up all my vacation time for the year to go to Rio uh, with my best friend for Carnival. And so we went down to Brazil for two weeks. Like we danced in the carnival parade. We um, you know, went to Iguazu Falls, one of the seven natural wonders of the world. We went hang gliding over the city. Like it was the most life-changing experience ever. And so I was like, okay, like I should be able to do this whenever I want. And the day I got back, I got a 20% pay cut. <laughs> uh, my boss is like, we can either fire you or everybody takes a 20% pay cut. It was a small, small business. And uh, you know, make a long story short, six months later, I ended up leaving my job and I started a, a blog that was all about essentially going through my quarter life crisis, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And that was Location Rebel. So I've now been doing this for 11 years where it's morphed into this thing where I teach people how to build small businesses that allow them to travel, spend more time doing the stuff they love to do with a real focus on getting to the point where they're making three to five grand a month. Because once you've got $3,000 a month coming in, that gives you options, whether you want to go backpack around the world indefinitely, whether you just want to have a nice side income, uh, whether you want to be able to leave your job and work from home and spend more time with your friends and family. Um, and so Location Rebel was kind of the base of that. And then I started to realize, well, it's like, you know, I've learned a lot about online marketing. I've learned a lot about building blogs and building websites. So in 2012, I started Breaking 80, uh, which is my golf website. It started with a quest to play the top 100 golf courses in the world. And so I'm at like 51 out of 100 now. Um, and then just last year or earlier this year, I started Slightly Pretentious, which is also built around another quest I have, which is trying to go to the top 100 bars in the world. So I've now been to 59 of the top 100 bars. Um, and so I've just kind of, figured out this formula for starting businesses around things that I love to do. And what's great about it is it's not just about the money. It's not just about the, the business side of it, but it's all the benefits uh, that you get from having a site like that. And, you know, the notoriety and the notability you can get within an industry that you love and all the kind of fringe benefits that go along with it. So um, yeah, those are kind of the three things that I run and uh, it's been an exciting few years. So how, I mean, one, I'm entirely jealous of the golf courses you've played. Like when I see your Instagram, I'm like, come on, Sean, like, can't you just <laughs> invite me sometimes? I'll fly down. I'll come. I mean, maybe not now, but in the past and the future, I'll fly down. I want to go play. Some okay. Of well, that's courses. good to know. Hey, I yeah. tried some of the courses I played to play as uh to be as good of a golfer as you. So we can help <laughs> each other out. Yeah, we can help each other out there. Um, no, it's it's so cool. So for you, like, let's just talk business model for a second. So um, you've got the golf blog, the drink, the bars, like visiting the bars blog, and you've got um, your your main location membership Rebel. site, Location yeah. Rebel. So what are the different business models you have, like the perks and the ways that you're generating income from those three different sites? Um, so a wide variety of different ways. So the the main way with Location Rebel is membership site. Yeah. So in 2011, uh, we created Location Rebel Academy, which is our premium course teaching people how to build these small businesses. 
Um, and so, you know, that's a one-time fee of $749. And so that's kind of the, the main way that business makes money. We also have a little bit of affiliate revenue and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then with Breaking 80, it's definitely affiliate revenue. We do a lot of like product reviews, golf tech products, golf clubs, golf balls, all that kind of stuff. Um, display advertising. So that's the only site where I've done display ads, but that's been something that we've started testing out in the last year that's worked really well. And then finally, I've got a membership site on Breaking 80. It's um, basically, it's a golf society for private club members around the world. So let's say you're a member of a private club, um, you know, in my hometown of Portland, and you're going to be traveling to New York. And you see, oh, we've got 35 members from 30 different private clubs in New York. So you can reach out to them and have the opportunity to, you know, have someone to golf with and go play a course that you might not have been able to play otherwise. Um, so that's kind of that. And then with cocktail stuff, it's still very early stage. So at this point, I'm making some money uh, through affiliate uh, revenue and then trying to get to the point where traffic's high enough so that we can start running display ads on it. Amazing. And for each of those different sites, what is the the amount of time it requires you to to give your folks the mother on a weekly or monthly basis? You know, it varies wildly. You know, the nice thing about say Location Rebel is I started it nine years ago and we continue to, you know, update all the contents and our blueprints and everything on, you know, a basis of every like three to six months. Um, but for the most part, everything's pretty automated. So uh, my community manager, Liz, sends a weekly members newsletter with a lot of the stuff that's happening within the community, within the forums, opportunities, things like that. Um, you know, I'll do all my normal blog content. So I'll post two YouTube videos a week, do a couple blog posts a week, um, and then help out members in the forums and via email and stuff like that. But, you know, it's probably, you know, less than 10 hours a week to manage that side of things, um, specifically for the membership site. And, you know, there's weeks where I can do no work. Um, I can kind of disappear if I need to and turn it over to Liz. And then there's weeks where I'll be really like trying to charge on something and put in, put in more time. But I would say, you know, 10 hours a week is about how long it takes to manage it. And it's, uh, you know, it's similar with the golf stuff. Um, you know, the difference is, is I host, generally host um, half a dozen in-person events a year for, for our members, which I don't do with Location Rebel. Um, this year being a little bit of a caveat. So far, four of yeah. our six events have been canceled. Um, but yeah, it really depends on the time, really depends on how much input I want to put into doing content because all of them are content-based businesses. Um, and so if I want to, you know, spend, you know, 20 hours for each site just doing blog posts or just doing videos or whatever, then obviously it's, you know, a little bit more of an input, but otherwise, you know, it's generally fairly passive. There's always the maintenance side of things, but it's, you know, at a nice spot where I can put as much or as little time into it as I want. Yeah. And I mean, the, the perks that you get of getting to go to those bars and getting to go to all those courses. I mean, that is, that is just the, the cherry on top, right? Well, and it's almost not even the like to me, it started out as that was kind of like the meat of it. And this is like a message that I've been trying to kind of get out there is like starting these niche sites or these hobby sites. The money's great. And but realistically, it's going to take you a period of time to get to the point where you're making a livable income. You know, I I don't think that I was making any sort of like real significant revenue with Breaking 80 for the first three or four years. 
But what I was getting is I was getting basically any golf product that I wanted for free. I was getting to play some of the best golf courses in the world that I wouldn't have had access to otherwise. And I was getting to take press trips and go to these, you know, fancy resorts for free uh, to be able to go and write about it and talk about it. And so, you know, I've gotten, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of fringe benefits, um, you know, from that site and from my other sites that I wouldn't have got otherwise. So yeah, the money's great. Uh, but the, you know, it's all the other ancillary things and the fact that I'm now, you know, fairly well known in the golf world, or I can email just about any resort or course and tell them who I am and what I'd like to do. And they invite me out. And, you know, it's, it's that opportunity that I think people don't necessarily think about when they're getting started. And that's just as much of a benefit as the money is. No doubt. I mean, you think about how much money you would have spent to have the lifestyle that you've been getting from getting to do all those things. It's just like, that's a fine balance right there. Yeah. And it's funny. It's like someone asked me, it's like, if you were, you know, if you're making a million dollars a year, you know, how would your life be different? And, you know, I might live in a little bit of a nicer house or drive a nicer car or fly first class a little bit more often, but otherwise it would pretty much be exactly the same. You know, I'm still able to play all the golf courses I want to do and travel, you know, in a, you know, relatively, you know, nice way. Um, you know, I even had a video a couple of years back where I was on a Singapore Airlines suites class flight. It was like a $11,000 flight that I just got using airline miles. And so it's all these experiences that um, I might be able to have them a little bit more frequently or whatever, but honestly, things wouldn't change that much. And I think that's one of the great things about, you know, having an online business and having the freedom to, to be able to pursue the things you want to pursue. Amazing. And for you, what, uh, to grow each of those different branches, what do you find are the most effective ways for marketing, growing your audience and, and selling the products or the services that you have? You know, there's each one is a little bit different, but it all kind of comes back to the same thing. And the, the biggest factor is authenticity and trust. Um, with all three of those sites, I put myself into the content. You know, I really, you know, let people know who I am and I work hard, you know, with all each of those sites, I kind of said for the first year or two, I'm not going to worry about money. And that's what happened with Location Rebel. It was a little bit different because it was like literally me just trying to figure my life out. So I was writing about all sorts of random stuff. Um, with the golf stuff, I was writing about just writing about courses. I was sharing my photos. I wasn't even doing a whole lot of product reviews early on just because I wanted to build my brand. I wanted to build trust. I wanted to build authenticity with people. Um, and so, you know, over time, it's just kind of gotten to the point where, um, you know, when you build that trust, then you start getting more traffic and people come back to your site because they want to, you know, know, um, you know, what your opinion is because they start to look at you as a friend or someone that they know. And I think the way search algorithms and Google works, um, they're starting to place a lot of credence in those sites that do have authority and do have trust. And so I've seen my search rankings kind of grow because of it. Um, you know, with that as well, it's like when other other websites and other people trust you, they're going to link back to you and all that stuff. So a lot of my success, I think, started with putting out content, a lot of content on a regular basis, being as real and open as I can and, you know, at times vulnerable or whatever and letting people know, hey, I'm a real person. Um, and then, you know, letting everything else kind of do the work for you as far as, you know, search traffic and backlinks and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And, um, for the work that you're doing, like what, what is your favorite part of the job? Oh man. Good question. It, it shifts. Um, you know, I love like the best thing, the best part of my job 
is when I get email from a location rebel member and they're like, hey, because of everything I've learned here, I have done X, whether that's I made my first dollar, whether it's I made my first thousand dollars, whether it's I quit my job and I'm supporting myself full time. Um, you know, location rebel has kind of always been the first thing. It's the thing that changed my life personally. And I think it's where I can make the biggest impact on the world, where I can, you know, truly help people, you know, get into, you know, maybe get out of situations that are just kind of mediocre. Maybe they're okay. Um, and truly change, you know, the lifestyle that they have. And so I think that the work that I do that leads towards that end is probably the most exciting. Um, that's not to say that being able to take press trips and staying in five-star hotels and playing fancy golf courses isn't great as well, because I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Um, but, you know, I think that, frankly, I think it's the variety. If you want to like look at it as a whole, the best part of the job and the thing I enjoy most is the fact that on any given day, I can work on whatever I want. I can work on a, you know, golf course review, or I can go out to a golf course and review a new product, or I can, you know, uh, make a new drink and take photographs of it on the cocktail website, or I can dig into, you know, a business model and, you know, create a tutorial that's going to help someone start making more money with their own business. Um, the fact that I, there is that freedom and that variety, I think is probably the, the most exciting part and the thing that I do enjoy the most about the, the type of work that I get to do. I'm sure it definitely keeps you creatively inspired that you can always have the option to switch from one business to the other if you're not feeling it in one zone. Yeah, because you certainly get burnt out at times. You know, like it doesn't matter what you do. Like, and I would imagine at some point you've experienced this in your own business where definitely. you get a little bit of burnout. And so with Location Rebel, which like I said, I've done for 11 years, like how many blog posts can you write about how to build a business? <laughs> and so the times where I'm not feeling inspired with that, it's like, cool, I'm going to go make some cocktails and write about that. And, you know, kind of have a completely different realm where I can, you know, get away from one business for a little while, which makes me that much more excited to come back to it later on. Well, and you're, you're also, uh, you're diversifying your skill sets, you know, you're growing three entirely different businesses, which, I mean, there's some cross pollination and how you do certain things, but for the most part, you're gaining all these different skills. And as a teacher, uh, you have so much more to offer your, your members who are coming in because you say, well, I do this and you could do that. And here's all these other things that you could potentially do. Totally. And that's one of the reasons like I'm such a huge fan of people starting a blog, starting a website, starting a niche website, even if they don't necessarily have something like cocktails or golf or something that they're passionate about uh, because of the skills it will teach you. You know, it's like giving your you can read all the books in, in the world. You can, you know, buy all the courses or whatever. But until you actually get hands on and experience it for yourself and take all that stuff you've learned and apply it you're really not going to learn anything. And so by giving yourself a training ground or a sandbox to play in where you've now got a blog and you can experiment with copywriting and SEO and the basics of design um, and all of these different things, then once you kind of learn those skills, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. Um, you know, for me, the same thing that helped me grow Location Rebel and Breaking 80, I'm applying essentially the exact same thing to cocktails, even if it is in a completely different niche. Um, and so... You know, I could take those skills that I've learned and I could apply that to freelancing. I can use my web design skills or knowing how to set up a website and I can set up a freelance services website, um, which then is going to allow me to use my copywriting skills to send emails to pitch people to get new clients. Um, you know, so I think that that's a powerful thing, learning some of these skills that are just fundamental no matter what you do online that can be applied to any business that you want. And as far as um, 
you know, we work with a lot of people that are trying to figure out the membership site model. <clears throat> they're growing, they're building on mighty networks. Um, what advice do you have based on what you've learned over the last 11 years uh, for somebody that's just starting out on the journey of building a membership site for themselves? Yeah, I think that one, like I call it your niche within a niche or niche within a niche, however you want to you know, pronounce it. Um, so for instance, take Breaking 80. You know, when I first started Breaking 80, I was writing about all things golf, equipment, instruction, uh, travel, uh, you name it. I was writing about everything. Uh, and that's when you kind of realize that golf isn't a niche, it's a industry. And so, okay, I can't do an entire industry very well by myself. So let's break that down. What's a niche within that? Okay, golf travel. Okay, now I've kind of found, you know, my niche. This is great. So I can just write about golf courses for a while and start to establish myself within that. Well, how do you go even further? How do you find that niche within a niche? So for me, that is like top 100 golf courses and private clubs. Um, so, you know, now you've got this thing that's going to appeal to, you know, maybe one to 5% of my audience, but the people that travel to go to other very high end private golf clubs, if they find some of the stuff I'm doing, they're like, oh my God, this is perfect because there's not that many people out there that are doing it. So when you're starting a membership site, I think, and you know, there's different schools of thought on this, but I think if you can start out with that niche within a niche, go really, really small. So for instance, I launched the 80 club. Um, I just literally did it with an Instagram post. I threw it up over a weekend and basically said, I'm creating a golf community for private club members. And we had, I think within 48 hours, we had over 50 applications. It was basically once people saw that, they were just like, oh my God, yes, this is exactly what I need. And so think about how you can go really small to find that target person that maybe has been underserved um, from some of the other competitors or larger sites or things like that. And so I think that's been one of the keys to my success is finding that really, really small niche and then expanding from there. Nice. I, I like the, the niche within the niche. And I, I also, you know, like the, the way that you've selected and really called out people who are on the journey of trying to break 80 and like, you know, it's, it's a quest for self-development within the golf world, really. Yeah. And, and I'm big on the idea of quests. You know, it's like when you're building a site where you're building a brand, what's the thing that's going to make you stand out or make you memorable? And with Location Rebel, the very first thing I ever published on my website was my bucket list. I was basically, it was the story. I was in a job that I didn't like. I wasn't doing anything exciting. And I published this list of a hundred things that I wanted to do before I died. And this was back when it was still kind of in vogue. There weren't that many people that were doing it. And now if you search bucket list, I'm still, that list is still one of the first things that shows up because that was the thing. It's like, oh, you're that guy that published the list and then quit your job and moved to Thailand. Like, that's cool. Um, you know, similar thing with Breaking 80. Oh, you're trying to play the top 100 courses in the world. So it gives you that hook and that thing that's memorable, um, which helps spread the word that much easier. And so I think that that, that can be a really powerful thing. And similar to, you know, people trying to break 80, people are going to, you know, remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, that you've done such a phenomenal job at standing out in saturated markets with all three of the 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 different topics that you're writing about and creating businesses around. And I think it's the the way you are as a storyteller that really differentiates you from everybody else that's trying to do what you do. So I'd love to just um if you could touch on 
how you approach the the aspect of storytelling through all the different mediums of vlogging and Instagram and and blogging and anywhere else that you use story as a way to to teach or to inspire. Totally. So there's a lot of different ways. Like you could do a whole podcast just on storytelling on Instagram or just on yeah. storytelling through vlogging or YouTube or whatever. Um, but I think at its crux, it kind of goes back to that idea of authenticity. You know, how many ads have you seen on YouTube or Instagram where it's some like, you know, 24 year old dude standing in front of a mansion with a Ferrari talking about how overnight you can make all this money. It's like people can see right through that. It's really disingenuous. And, you know, the thing I've kind of had like, and this is, I've been doing this since 2009 when I started Location Rebel is like, hey, I'm just an average dude who's figured a few things out and I'm going to share that. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe, maybe it won't. But um, I'm not going to tell you anything that's not true or try and do anything that isn't in your best interest. And I think that starting with that as kind of the storytelling, I think helps. So for instance, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to do a lot of really cool things. You know, it's like a while back, took a press trip to Jordan and went to Petra. My wife and I, through Breaking 80, we got kind of a semi-sponsored trip to the Maldives to play the only golf course in the entire country. Uh, and stay in some of those huts over water. So I can still share some of the exciting, you know, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, aspirational type elements of my life while doing it in a more authentic way and also just being relatable. I think being relatable is one of the most important things you can do in a story because people can say, and I get this all the time, people are like, I am exactly where you were 10 years ago. I'm in a you know finance job or a corporate job that I'm not thrilled about. I'm trying to figure out how to make a change. I'm thinking about starting a blog. Um, and it's because I've told that story in a way that people can see themselves in it. I think that can be a powerful thing. So that's a little bit of a, a all over the place way of saying it. But I think that there's there's a lot, of be, a lot to be said for just being yourself and remembering that every single person you're telling the story to or every single person that's reading the blog or watching a video is a real person. Um, and as long as you remember that it is a real person and not just a statistic in your Google analytics, then it makes it easier to be real and authentic with your stories. Yeah. Well, what's neat about the way you're doing it is you're living your dreams, which are so many other people's dreams that it's a hundred percent relatable and, and people essentially by reading and watching your videos and seeing your pictures, they get to almost live vicariously through you which eventually is going to inspire them to actually do something for themselves. Yeah. And that's kind of the the hope, you know, it's one of those, like I said, I don't, you know, I think early on of the location rebel days in the first two or three years, I felt like I had to like, you know, show off all the travel and like, you know, every time I stayed in a fancy hotel, I felt like I had to do it because I had this chip on my shoulder because for so long people were like, ah, oh, you're never going to be able to do that. Or, Oh, this is impossible. Um, yeah. You know, people would leave comments on my early blog posts when I was living in Thailand being like, um, you know, this isn't true. This was Photoshop or this was a green screen. He didn't actually leave. Like he just got fired and is like, you know, still sitting at home or whatever. And so I had this chip on my shoulder and now it's less about that and more about just doing, be like, okay, how can I share this in a way that's going to inspire someone to actually want to take action and prove to them that it is attainable because, you know, getting to the point where you're making three to $5,000 a month and supporting yourself and having that flexibility, but work is not difficult. Like it is not hard work. Um, the hard part is just staying consistent and knowing what steps to take and in what order. And so um, for the people that are are willing to be diligent with it, there's a lot of possibility there. Well, and we're recording this in the time of COVID-19. If anybody's heard of it, 
Um, it seems to be going around. So people are on lockdown. People are questioning what direction to take in life. A lot of people I know are probably realizing that maybe their job or their career that they're going down has either altered or it just won't be available for the next little while. So I know there's a lot of people out there that are trying to make this pivot. Um, and what is the what is the common advice you find yourself offering your members who are going through this transition who are making this pivot who are trying to figure it out? Um, because I know in Magic Media, we've got a lot of people, a lot of members in our community that are also pivoting in some way, shape or form. And, you know, before the building online courses or membership site was more of a pipe dream and now it's a forced reality. And so I'm just wondering what kind of advice are you co most commonly offering people to, to help them make those first steps? Yeah. One of the first things I talk about with most people is the idea of a bridge business. So a lot of people might be thinking, okay, I'm in a job that I don't like. I don't know how much security hat I have with COVID and everything. I might be losing my job. My dream is to have a membership site around X um, where you know I'm working on something I'm passionate about and helping people or whatever, but I don't know how to get from you know point A to point B. Well, part of it is, and you know, I'm sure that with everything you teach, you make it very approachable for people, but there's a lot of steps to building a membership site or building a, you know, a niche brand or whatever that people don't necessarily think about. So a lot of times I'll get emails from people that are like, yeah, like I'm about to quit my job and start this membership site thinking that like overnight they're going to have, you know, a thousand paying customers and this huge community, which is not the case. And so what I introduce people to a lot is the idea of a bridge business. So it's this thing that you might not necessarily be doing forever, but it's a faster way to, you know, build a little bit of income, build your confidence and build some skills so that you can get to that point where you can start the membership site and you know really have that you know passion business or the thing that you you really want to do. And so for most people, this bridge business is freelance writing because it's a skill that you already have. Um, there's all sorts of different types of writing, whether it's low-level SEO or content writing, all the way up to really high-paying uh, copywriting. Um, and when you think about what everybody's been doing right now, everybody's been sitting at home just consuming more content. So even though people think, oh, like this isn't a good time to get freelance work, like there's actually more demand than ever for good writers. Um, and so, you know, we've had a lot of people that have joined our community and people that have helped online that, you know, within their first couple of weeks, they're starting to get their first paying clients. And so once you get to the point where you're making $3,000 a month, again, you know, I've said it before, you've got options. So at that point, you could say, cool, I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to do my freelance writing for you know, 20, 25 hours a week. And for the rest of my time, I'm going to work on that membership site. And I'm going to build that up. Because if you quit your job and expect that membership site to pay the bills immediately, like when you're starting from scratch, um, one, it's probably not going to work. But two, you're going to have so much stress involved in having to pay the bills and feeling the pressure of making money right away that you're potentially going to make some bad decisions and you're going to start chasing money and start doing things in a way that's a little bit less authentic um, yeah. and you're going to lose your trust. So I think that, you know, having your bridge business, which again, I think is most often from what I've seen freelance writing to kind of help you, you know, bridge the gap from where you're at to where you really want to be can be a powerful thing. I love that. I wish I was given that advice in my early 20s when I dropped out of college, quit my jobs, and decided <laughs> to go full-time entrepreneur. And I've been a full-time entrepreneur since, but man, the hey, stress it's worked, of like... So yeah. thing, but, it's um, been stressful. I tell you, man, I'm probably still recovering from like post-traumatic stress 
as an entrepreneur and being forced so many months in a row or years in a row to just be in that survival mode of like going for it and constantly pivoting and figuring it out. It's exhausting. And so the bridge business is a great idea. It's like cover your bases, make like the minimum that you have to, to cover all of your expenses, doing something that's giving you more skills to put towards your passion business and let that be a bridge. I, I think that is some very wise advice that you you're, you should have told my past self. <laughs> totally. Well, it's like, and people would ask me, so for the first like two or three, you know, even four or five years when I was doing all my stuff online, I was doing freelance SEO and freelance writing. And people would be like, oh, like, are you passionate about SEO? And I was like, no, I'm not really passionate about SEO. I don't even like it all that much, but I am passionate about all the, the things that it has enabled me to do, you know, the freedom and the travel and, you know, working for myself and, so when people are thinking, it's like, ah, but I don't like writing or whatever, just kind of keep that in mind. It's like, you may not like writing, but I bet you'd like being able to, you know, work from your office and spend more time with your kids and then have the energy to still want to work on the business you are passionate about at the end of the day. I think that that's just a really powerful thing. Yeah. And I imagine inside of your community, you get to see some people that have come up with some pretty cool business ideas. I was just wondering if you have any examples of um, of some of your members who have done some pretty cool stuff that maybe surprised you or just really got you excited. Be like, yes, like I helped to inspire that. Yeah. I just actually did an interview with, um, a member just like two days ago who had a pretty cool story where he used to be a strength and conditioning coach, uh, for the New York Mets, major league baseball. And he also owned a series of gyms. Um, he ended up leaving the Mets, um, you know, the, he ended up losing his gyms for various reasons. And so he started freelance writing. And so now he does freelance product reviews and he's like, I review everything from like cans of tuna. So I'd review like the seven best, like cans of tuna to tennis shoes, to, you know, golf equipment, to all these random things. Um, and what's pretty cool or not necessarily cool, but through all this COVID stuff, he's like, it hasn't affected me at all. I still work from home. And last year, his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. So when she wasn't working, he was still able to be at home, support their family, um, you know, be around their daughter um, and be able to do all of that. Um, just last week or two weeks ago, uh, his wife finished chemo and is now in, in great shape. Um, but seeing that he went from such a, you know, what a lot of people would be like, oh, you worked in the major leagues. Like, that's one of the coolest jobs ever to you know, now being able to support yourself full time and be there for your family is, is pretty exciting. Um, we had another, um, person who started out as bridge business was freelance writing. And then he started a tea company. He was very, very into Chinese tea. Um, and so he started a whole, you know, business online selling, you know, tea and teapots and tea kits and all of these different things. Um, we had one person that started a, basically they used their travel blog as their freelance writing portfolio. Um, and then they started kind of a separate website um, all about high-end hotel reviews. And so they were just traveling around, going to five-star hotels and reviewing all the different amenities and all the products and everything associated with that. Um, so those are just kind of a handful of many that stand out. <laughs> Amazing. And for, I, I said we'd be about 35 minutes. We're coming up on that mark. Um, I, two last questions. Uh, one is uh, for for anybody out there that's you know they've been working at it for a while. They haven't been 
getting results with their business, whether it's, you know, they're not making sales or they're not reaching enough people or for whatever reason, it's not working in the way that they're making that three to five K. Do you have like um, a mental checklist they could go through to see if maybe there's some things they haven't been thinking about or holding themselves accountable to, to, to actually start to see better results? Totally. And it's a little bit different, you know, uh, depending on what business you're in. But the first thing I would say is like, ask yourself, honestly, what are you spending your time doing every single day? So we have this, like, I see this with um, freelance writers all the time. They're like, ah, I'm not like, you know, I'm not making any money. I'm not getting any clients or whatever. It's like, well, what have you been doing for the last month? Well, I've been like, you know, tweaking my freelance services website, trying to get all the colors right, make the design. It's like, that's not going to make you any money. That's like kind of a bare minimum. It doesn't really matter what your site looks like. It just needs to be there. Um, so I'd say, how many pitches have you sent this last week? It's like, well, I sent one pitch last week, but I never heard anything back. And it's like, that's, that's your problem. It's like, you're not doing the activities that are going to actually be making you money. Um, you know, so if you're a freelancer, it's like, you should be sending, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 personalized pitches a day. (laughs) And if you do that, if you send 20 personalized pitches, um, to the right people over the course of a month, I can almost guarantee you, you will have at least one client. Um, you know, if you're blogging it or doing niche sites or things like that, then I would say, you know, what type of content are you creating? Like if you're really in the mode where you need to be making money, it's like, well, are you creating posts that are going to lead to money? So, you know, maybe if you're just getting started and affiliate revenue is the only way that you can make money. Well, are you doing product reviews uh, that are detailed enough to, you know, get somebody to want to buy a specific product? Or are you just kind of throwing in a few random affiliate links here and there, you know, in passing? Um, yeah. So I think I think that's the most important thing. Because I like all ask myself that on a regular basis where it's like, you know, I'm fortunate where I've got systems that are kind of set up. So a lot of the income and revenue is passive. But when I think it's like, oh, why is the business not, you know, business has kind of stayed the same for call it the last year. Why hasn't it grown? And it's like, oh, because you haven't done any marketing. You haven't done any of the tasks that are going to get it to grow. Um, And so I think that that's the most important thing you can do. Beautiful. And can you just uh, let us know a little bit about the Location Rebel membership? It's uh, what it is that people get when they join. Yeah. So when you join, you basically, you're getting access to our members forum, uh, which is probably the most powerful part of all of it. I mean, we all know that accountability is the most important thing to success, you know, in any kind of business, because oftentimes we, we don't have the accountability or don't have the support or we hit a roadblock and we're not sure what to get. So I think that that's one of those powerful things, but we have blueprints for all of the different skills you need to be successful online. So how to set up a website, how to do SEO, copywriting, design, how to blog, all of these things. So you're basically getting to the point where you're kind of at an intermediate level with all of them. Um, We help you set up your website. So you've got that training ground. Uh, But then the focus is on that bridge business, freelance writing. So we have kind of a 12-week course that we walk you through on top of different mini courses uh, that teach you about different aspects of it. But the goal is to get you from where you're at right now, even if you don't have any technical skills or you don't have a writing background, and get you to that point where you're making, you know, your first two or $3,000 a month within the first 60 or 90 days. Because once you've done that, again, keep saying it. You've got options, you've got confidence, and then you can figure out what that business is that you really want to focus on longer term. Um, And then we've got all that stuff too, how to do product launches, how to blog, how to build an email list, how to set up niche sites and affiliate sites. We've got 
you know, when you've had 11 years, you've had a lot of time to build up a lot of different courses that are part of the community. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of a quick overview of what we provide. Beautiful. Well, it's definitely complimentary to what we're doing. I mean, for anybody in the magic media one, there's so much in what you're doing at location rebel that is, um, is only going to benefit you. Uh, there's, those skills, like everything that you just shared there, it's it's necessary, you know, to be a well-rounded online entrepreneur. Um, and this day and age, you know, like there's people have to learn how to really own their uniqueness and do a high quality job so that they stand out in whatever industry they're in. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, especially when, you know, there's so much competition, you know, so many people are trying to do this. And I think that stops a lot of people as well. Um, because like, oh, there's too many people that are doing this. But once you realize that most of the people that are doing it aren't doing a very good job, <laughs> they yeah. aren't taking the time to learn those skills. And they aren't taking the time to figure out how to tell a story. And they aren't taking the time to really show what makes them unique. Then you start to realize, oh, there's a lot of opportunity here because most people are doing it so poorly. So if I can do it even just a little bit better than those people, then there's a lot of opportunity there. There's so much opportunity. And that's definitely the approach we take with building online courses is like, how do you make yourself the go-to person in your industry? Well, you got to be more creative. You have to do a better job. You have to create better content. Yeah. And, and, and that's what yeah. I love about the stuff you guys are doing. Like you've made course creation so interesting and your videos are so unique. They're unlike anything that I've seen. Um, it's one of the reasons why when I think of like, you know, how to make a membership site, you're one of the first people that pops to mind. So I think you're a great Excellent. example of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, Sean, it's been fun to geek out for 40 minutes with you. I really appreciate you taking the time and to sharing some wisdom with everybody out there. I, I would love to do it again. And I'm always happy to send people your way to, because there's so much that you have to teach that I definitely do not specialize in. So thank you for doing your work on the internet to help people move towards their passions and away from a life that's kind of crappy. No, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on. Yeah, man. Really appreciate it. And for everybody out there, go to locationrebel.com. 100% watch his trailer video on the website. It will definitely inspire you about what's possible for your own business. Think outside of the box and have fun doing it. Thanks for tuning in to today's Making Magic podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review. And if you didn't, remember, treat each other how you want to be treated. I invite you to come check out our Magic Media membership at magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com. Our affordable, all-inclusive membership offers everything a purpose-driven creator could need to produce your educational content, engaging courses, and thriving online communities. The membership includes all of our premium courses, bi-monthly mastermind group coaching, and an inspiring, supportive community of fun-loving, dedicated entrepreneurs and creators to make magic on the internet with. See you there, and tune in next time.